we're looking at a marble fronted building with a big plate glass window and that was built by a man called Giulio Fagascia. He was an Italian that came here and he started an ice cream shop and he took artisans and workmen from Italy to build it. And it's a beautiful mosaic floor inside, all done with little marble chips. The mosaic flooring and signage has been revealed and can today be seen in the cornstone. Today the shop sells knitwear rather than ice cream. Stromness trade thrived during the 18th century when years of European wars made the Pentland Firth the preferred route for merchant shipping to and from the Atlantic. Shops and taverns boomed and the village grew rapidly, establishing a thriving main street. Of course there was an awful lot of small shops, three times as many, near every door was a small shop. They'd just have been busy for the summer and, and all the was gone all winter. All in the winter time it was quiet then. days of the herring fishing, and before the herring fishing, I'm talking now, the conduct of the seamen, it was often remarked, was, was pretty rough here. And the shops all had shutters, wooden shutters That's that they put right, up yes. to stop the windows being broken. In fact, every respectable citizen in Stubness was recruited into the police reserve, or the police, what do you call them? The, the special the special police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was to try and contain the, the conduct of the seamen who came ashore here. Professor Miller quotes in his book, light all night and drunk for tuppence, you could be in Strumness. <laughs> Strumness Shopping Week is the longest running festival in Orkney. It started in 1949 to attract shoppers to the town. The Orcadian newspaper reported that 4,000 people turned out that year to watch the Saturday night parade. The two needed a boost. Mm-hmm. Nanny and Johnny Gowans. Yes, yes. The two needed a boost, so they thought they'll just get something organised and just done in no time. Yeah, they did it in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Three weeks, one. I think, I seem mm-hmm. to mind that coming out somewhere. And I'll never forget the first fancy dress parade. Boy, what a night. Oh, yes, it was good. Yeah, I mean, we were just peedy bits of things. Mm. You mind the Wishart's garage once? Well, yes, with our All flo- dressed up in birds. Bert seagulls, yeah. and you had no seagulls idea who they were. Yeah. What super oh, shopping yeah. week was. Yeah. And they came for all of it. Oh, yes. You see the boats coming for the aisles, full of folk, and mm-hmm. loads of buses. There was no bus timetable. You just went along, sat in the bus, and when it was filled, they went. Yeah. See what it is to be old. <laughs> Many of the lanes and streets in Strumness changed names over the years, often taking the name of the people that lived there. Penny's Close, well that's an odd name. Where does that come from? A gentleman resided there who I knew quite well, an old gentleman in my day, who was a shoemaker and I believe was a very well-known maker of sea boots. And I suppose the name derived from the fact that he spent most of his time knocking wooden pins into leather. This is where most of the Strumness boys learned to swim, down here. A family lived down here called Clustons, fisher folk. And you learned to do a doggy paddle for that side or this side and back again. That's right. And if you could do that, you could swim. It got the name of Clouston's Pier, and we still call it Clouston's Pier. I don't know what the new generation calls it, Eric. 
is indeed still known as Clouston's Pier, and it was here in 1921 that Orkney's most famous writer, George Mackay Brown, was born. George's father, John Brown, worked part-time in Peter Essen's tailor shop here on the south corner of Church Road. George and friend Ian McInnes would spend many hours in there, listening to the stories of the local men. Peter at some immortal cloth, it seemed, fashioned and stitched. For so long had he sat heraldic on his bench. We never dreamed it was his shroud that he was busy at. Well Peter knew his thousand books would pass grey into dust, that still a tinker's tale, as hard as granite and as sweet as grass, told over reeking pipes, outlasts them all. The free kirk cleaves grey houses, Peter's ark freighted for heaven, gale blown with psalm and prayer. The predestined needle quivered on the mark, the wheel spun true, the seventieth rock was near. Peter, I mourned, early on Monday last, there came a wave and stood above your mast. There's no longer a tailor in the town, but just a few doors down is Lindsay's, continuing the clothing tradition. My name is Lindsay Ray and I have a ladies fashion boutique in Strumness. I'd worked in clothes shops before when I was at school as a part-time job and I opened in June 2005. When we first opened up the first couple of years it was always Saturday but now Friday seems to be our busiest day of the week. We try to get bits and pieces in on a weekly basis or every fortnight but a lot of the stock we do we forward order so we order for the next season ahead or whatever so it's six months in advance. I've always wanted a shop all my life. When we were kids and we used to play shops and things, it's always been my dream, so it's now come true. Built around 1840, the Commercial Hotel was the first purpose-built hotel in Orkney. One room of the hotel was, for a time, the Museum of the Orkney Natural History Society. The society moved from here to its present position at the south end of the town. During World War II, the building was taken over as Army Officers' Quarters. In the late 1950s, Jim Robertson moved into the hotel and began producing something that is still today a popular export, Orkney fudge. The first boiling pans were put in there in the late 50s. It was a case of one lad and myself getting things going, but very, very soon the demand required that I employ quite a number of people. And eventually there was about 20 people. And even then we weren't able to meet the demand. So after approximately five or six years, we had the factory built at the north end of the town. The new factory saw the workforce grow to a height of 55, distributing all over the UK and abroad. Jim sold his business to Orkney Creamery and later Orkney Fudge was bought by another strumness business, Argo's Bakery. I'm Ailey and I usually work on a Saturday morning and after school on a Tuesday and a Thursday. The bakers start at half nine every night and the bread's brought down to the shop at about half past six. It's been a bakery since 1800 sometime. It was bought by my grandfather in 1940s. 
the name as the family name Argo. They came from Holland, yeah, shipwrecked in Aberdeenshire. Came up here to work during the war to run the bakery for a guy named Nicholson at the time, who owned the bakery then. And then after the war, he bought the business himself. Then my father took it on in 59, him and my mum, and they got married to go for the business. I run it now with my husband and two children. I knew that we bought Orkney Fudge. That's more to look after and life doesn't get any easier, I can tell you. Let's wander up the street to Graham Place for books and oatcakes.